Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. On this week's episode of Tiara's Tears and Triumphs, we are going to talk about self-care. So this is a really important topic, particularly at the beginning of the year, to really hone in on this subject and talk about why it's so important to put self-care at the top of your list of priorities this year in 2022, especially as we're going through these uncertain times with COVID and the new strain, making sure that you are in peak health is going to be really, really important as we go through these uncertain times. So tune in to this week's episode. Just a caution, if you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. On today's episode of Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, I'm going to talk about self-care. So we're living in this really uncertain time at the moment with COVID-19 and Although we were hoping in you know, 2021 that we would be saying goodbye to COVID and that we would be putting it all behind us and be returning to normality and normal life, that isn't the case. And we're dealing with a new strain, Omicron, and it has you know, been the worst it's ever been here in Australia where I live and I know that that is also the case in many other countries around the world. So in lots of ways we have become accustomed to living with COVID but there has been a lot of change throughout that time. One minute we are asked to wear masks and it's regulated. The next minute, no masks. We're um, asked to get vaccinated. Uh, then the, the length of time between vaccinations will change. So there's lots of variables and it's really, really challenging to keep up with the constant changes that we are being called upon to implement in our lives day to day. So this will take a huge toll on your um, on your peace of mind because you're being bombarded all the time with all these variables where you don't know what to expect one day to the next. Um, so in this episode, I really wanted to focus on the topic of self-care and also because we're still at the beginning of a new year. And as we go into this new year, I just want you to be equipped with all that you need to take care of yourself during these uncertain times. So this is going to be a really um, I'm going to give you some tips to take away and work on in your life. You, I want you to remember that when you 
uh, in an aeroplane and, you know, flying, travelling is, you know, at very questionable at the moment. Lots of people have gone and taken their holidays, but then there's also lots of people who are opting not to go on holidays right now because of the rapid increase in cases and just as a way to try and protect themselves from coming into contact with COVID. So but when you go on an aeroplane, you are given a safety drill and the safety drill is always done at the beginning of flight and you are instructed that if the there is a need for oxygen masks during the flight if there is an emergency that um, a oxygen mask will drop down for you now what they always say to you is that if you are with a child that you make sure that you put on your oxygen mask mask first and then you look after your child and that is such a really stark reminder of what self-care looks like and we can very easily neglect to put priority on our self-care but when we don't then that means that if we're not looking after ourselves that when push comes to shove and there's a crisis that we may not be able to look after the ones that we love. And this is why it is so important to make your self-care a priority. And if you are a victim or a survivor of an abusive relationship, self-care may not even be on your radar at all because you find it quite impossible to find ways to look after yourself in that situation or post that situation when you're still in that space of still being caught up in the energy of that situation. And so you're not accustomed yet to knowing what it is to feel relaxed again. So um, now I'm somebody who's uh, immunocompromised and so self-care really rates very high for me and um, and I'm not alone in being somebody who has done more eating, I suppose, during um, the pandemic and I've gained a few extra kilos and so now for because I know that I don't want to go keep gaining because I know it's not going to be healthy for me and it's not going to help me to be my healthiest or strongest um, I am being very careful about what I'm eating and making sure that good nutrition is really um, a big part of my self-care routine. So that's one thing to start off with. But I'm just going to run through a list now. So let's take open the door on what self-care looks like and what tips you can take away from today's episode to help you take the very best care of yourself during these uncertain times that we're living in where we really need to be our healthiest. So the top tip really is to stay active. So 
this is something that is not necessarily easy uh, for people who have got um, issues going on at home that stop them from doing things like going out for walks. But it's really about looking at what is going to be manageable for you to do. So what can you do from home? Um, So can you listen to some music and um, and do a bit of dancing at home. If you can get out and go for walks, try incorporating this into your daily routine so it becomes really habitual for you because we all need to have exercise and exercise really promotes good health physically. So it's really important to do something. The more mobile you are, the better. So the more standing you do over sitting, the better, the more you're moving around, the better. And just there are so many things now accessible online for free where you can do training at home so whether you're looking for a yoga workout that you can do from you know the comfort of your own home um or any other number of you know types of like intermittent training anything that takes your fancy in terms of physical fitness just do a bit of exploration online about different things that you can do with, you know, quick like 10-minute, 20-minute routines because 20 minutes is a really good amount to help you to stay healthy. So that's tip number one and it's something that you need to incorporate. It's not these things, are, the tips that I'm giving you today, they're not things to maybe think about doing they're things that you will need to do to be at your optimum health okay so number two is take 10 to be zen okay so I want you to look at what you can do to get to that place of zen so get to that place of stillness that place of meditation and mindfulness now there are many many apps out there now for you to help you to get into that zen space and for victims and survivors of domestic abuse this is especially important because of the heightened levels of adrenaline that you are experiencing because of anxiety and because of perhaps being in a hypervigilant state, being worried about what might happen to you. Getting into this place of stillness is incredibly important. So it may seem impossible to you, but I would like you to experiment with this and try looking at some of these apps, something like Insight Timer or Smiling Mind. They're both really good apps that you can find. There's literally thousands of meditations there for you to check out, whether it is just an instrumental or whether it's a guided meditation, but they literally have thousands there for you to look at to help you. And again, I would say make this part of your daily routine. For me, 
I have my daily routine is that I need to have my shower in the morning. I need to do my meditation in the morning and I need to go for a walk in the morning to start my day off on the right foot. So meditation is one of those things that will have amazing benefits for you over time. So this is why it's really important not to give up on it. So if you start off with meditation and you think, I just can't find my place of stillness, this is impossible, I'm fidgeting all the time, I'm restless, you know, I can't sit still, this is actually making me feel more anxious, just stick with it. But don't stick with the same So if you're finding that something isn't working for you, if you've given it, say, a couple of days or a few days of trying a particular meditation and you find that your energy is not agreeing with what is going on in this meditation, if it's making you, causing you more anxiety or making you feel distressed, stop doing it and find something else. Just this is what is in your control and this is one of the things about your self-care routine is that when you start putting self-care at the top of your list of priorities you're sending yourself a message that this is important and not only is this self-care important but this means that you are important and you choosing to do these things is also sending a message to yourself that you are empowered, that you do have some choices in your life. Whereas when you are a victim of an abusive relationship or a survivor of an abusive relationship, it can feel as though you have no choices, that you everything in your life you're powerless to do anything about and you can't affect any change. So this is why self-care is such a really foundational piece for you to start to help you to become empowered again. So number two is take 10 to be zen. Okay, so we're going to move on now to number three. Number three is have a talk with a friend okay so make sure that the week doesn't go by and you haven't had contact with any of your friends so even whatever it is whichever way you do it and again with victims and survivors of abuse it is really easy to become completely isolated from friends and so if this is the case for you and you don't have any friends to turn to, then I would encourage you that you've got to have regular contact with your mental health support person, whatever that looks like for you, whether that is a counsellor, whether that is a therapist, whether that is somebody who's helping you in the general health area because these general health areas are often the gateways to get you the support that you need to deal with your situation and to be free of being abused. So gateways could be your GP or, you know, your doctor, in other words, 
or could be going through medical services when you come into contact with medical services. Um, say perhaps if you're requiring physiotherapy or if you're requiring chiropractic, that these people who help you uh, with your physical issues are people who you will naturally find yourself talking to about your life. And they can help you to be that friend during that time. So don't feel limited when I say, you know, have a chat with some of your friends and make sure that you're checking in with them regularly. Don't let that limit you. Whatever it is, whatever your support person or people look like it is all I am suggesting for having this communication it's all about communication having a voice is so important and that is something that victims and survivors feel that they have lost because of the domestic abuse that they've been through one of the first things to do go is that your voice and confidence in using your voice and Anyone who listens to this podcast and has listened to this podcast regularly will know from the days of when I started this podcast how uncomfortable I felt using my voice because I had not had a voice for such a long time that it took me time to start trusting my voice again. And even today I can say, and you'll hear this, you'll hear me occasionally stutter or stumble on my words. And this is all part of me finding my voice again and finding confidence in my voice again. And I know that this is all part of my journey. And so I allow myself to make those mistakes and um, for some time I really needed to be led by a script so to create one of my information episodes in the past it might take me half a day because I'd have to write about three or four thousand words to have the content to be able to share the content with you before I had the confidence to actually be recording this um, but this year I've taken a leap of faith and in myself and trusting myself and my voice and allowing myself to make mistakes and to stumble because I know how important it is for me on my journey to use my voice to communicate and so this is why having these conversations with friends is so important because it helps you to feel the three foundation things that you need to start feeling strong enough and courageous enough to take the steps you need on your healing journey. And those three things are feeling seen, heard and valued. And when you use your voice, that helps you to feel seen. It helps you to feel heard and it helps you to feel valued. And this is why this third point of communicating with your friends, don't just stay in isolation. 
And I will put a disclaimer on that because you are the best judge of your situation. So you know what is safe for you to do. So I'm not asking you to put yourself your safety in jeopardy by communicating with people. I'm asking you to be the best judge to know who you can talk to where it will not compromise your safety. Number one will always be your safety comes first and everything else is secondary. So the second most important thing is your sanity. So that's your mental health and communication and having connection with people is key to your mental health. So this is why it's so important to find ways to communicate with friends, to communicate with anyone who it is safe for you to communicate with who represents that friend person, that person that you can trust, that you can open up to, that you can have a conversation with, whether it's tears that you're sharing or whether it's having a laugh. Just communicating is so important. We're human beings and we all need connection. So that's number three, really important on your self-care list. Number four is to check out some forums. So this, again, will come back to whatever is safe you. So whether you are exploring a forum on on narcissistic relationships or you're exploring a forum on something that is perhaps safer for you to be exploring at the moment, which is just a very generalised look at self-care, Um, You know, again, what is going to be safe for you when you check out forums, when they're online. Um, Again, these face-to-face group meetups are not very safe for us at the moment because every time we have a group meetup, we increase our chances of coming into contact with COVID. And while I'm on that point with group meetups and face-to-face meetups, because when you do things online, you just bypass any um, any of those risks that are associated with face-to-face contact with COVID. So that's what makes um, these group online meetups a fantastic thing. So look out for anything that might be relevant to you, even if Perhaps if there's drugs and alcohol involved in your situation, whether it's you using those things as coping mechanisms um, or whether it might be your partner who has the addiction and that is a big part of the behavioural problem that's going on with the abuse, um, a very helpful group could be something like Al-Anon. And Al-Anon is a, I guess it's an arm of AA or um, NA and Al-Anon is a group that is there for families. But certainly if you're if you have got some issues going on with drugs and alcohol yourself and you are um, needing some support with that or you're wanting some support with that because you know that it's a coping mechanism but you know that it's not helping you then you may want to look at AA or NA um, and certainly look at, you know, some drug and alcohol rehabilitation 
uh, centres and supports and maybe that could be a gateway to you to get the help that you need with the domestic abuse that's going on for you. So I just thought I'd mention that. And the other thing which I'd like to make mention of is I just want to talk about masks for a minute because where I live, we had this um, time like I was saying before, there's been lots and lots of changes that have been going on with things like mask wearing. And mask wearing is something that it was slow to be introduced. Then it was across the board being used, whether you were inside, outside, and then there were variables on it depending on where the case numbers were at. But when the country got to double that vaccination rate, the um, the modelling that they had been following said that there would be no need for masks. Now, this is, you know, then this new very contagious variant came in and spread like wildfire. So the way I look at things like masks is that it, Again, they've reintroduced so that people, when you're in indoor settings, you do need to wear, you are required to wear your masks in, but they're still saying outdoor, no masks is okay. So the way I look at these sorts of things, I think it really is a very personal choice. So for me, I now will wear a mask when I go outside and when I go for walks. Like I said to you, I have um, I'm immunocompromised, and for that reason, I feel safer going out for my walk wearing a mask. So if I come into contact with people, if I pass them by, I feel as though I've got more protection against getting COVID. So I'm in that sort of very close in-between state where I'm waiting to get my booster shot. So there's a lot of people at the moment who are in that very vulnerable space where they've just changed that we can get our booster shot at four months after our second vaccination. But there are some people who have gone and taken the AstraZeneca, had the double dose of AstraZeneca, and there's, I think it's effective for about three months. So still there's like a month of these people who have had that double dose of AstraZeneca who are basically like an un-immunised um, person again. So I think we really need to be comfortable with making our own call and using our own better judgment on what we do when it comes to things like wearing masks that can be that protection to help us not contract the COVID virus. So I just wanted to bring up that point. But the, that point is sort of the reason I made that point is not to tell people whether they should wear masks or they shouldn't wear masks. It's about choice and it's about you being entitled to make your choices based on your needs. And this very much applies to victims and survivors of abusive relationships. You know, even though there's a very broad sort of understanding and spectrum and lots of similarities in the things that um, victims of domestic abuse will experience, 
you know your own situation. You know the types of things, the areas that where you're most at risk. So that's why I'm bringing this point up because you knowing what your risks are is really your compass to help guide you to make the decisions that you need to make about what type of things you can do. So when I make these suggestions about self-care routine and I say check out some forums, now if checking out forums online is going to be something that would trigger things in your situation and escalate things for you, then obviously don't do it. You need to be attuned and know that these things that I am sharing with you are merely suggestions but they might not be appropriate for you in your situation so just please just apply things that only are going to be okay with you and even as I run down this list of the you know top 10 things for your self-care if you only do one of them that's fine it's what it is about is about you putting your self-care as a priority during these times, you trying to do whatever you can to bolster your immune system. And things like meditation are phenomenally fantastic when it comes to boosting your immune system. And physical exercise is another one. So these types of things if they're manageable for you, please do those, anything that is manageable because it does make a difference and it will make a difference to your mental health and your physical health. So the next one that is on the list, number five, is make a homemade meal. So we know how important good nutrition is, but we live in this society where we are we've become accustomed to everything being very immediate everything being very easily accessible it's like that you know the fast food mentality if it's not fast we don't tend to do it but good nutrition is key because we are what we eat essentially so if we're not eating healthily then we can't expect to be at peak physical health it just doesn't make sense so this next suggestion is actually a little bit of creative um yeah I'm throwing in some creativity and this is to create some homemade meals so I'm pretty boring most of the time when it comes to my meal prep. Um, I'm very much a creature of routine and lately I've just changed that and the reason I've changed that is because I am doing this um, this diet at the moment called the 5-2 diet which is basically intermittent fasting so and it's not fasting completely but on two days of the week I eat only 500 calories in a day so I have no idea when it comes to counting calories you know I'm not an expert but thankfully I don't have to be an expert because there are hundreds literally hundreds of recipes on the internet for me and meal plans for me to access to help me do 
days where I'm only eating 500 calories, but I can't just do my usual um, meal prep that I do and that I, I know like the back of my hand, it's automatic. And so that has been really creative for me because I'm coming up with dishes that I've never made before and I'm um, getting in the kitchen and doing more work in the kitchen in terms of creating different dishes. And then um, I had some bananas that needed to be used up and I went, right, what am I going to do with them? Banana bread, of course. I have to make banana bread. So I've made some banana bread too over the last couple of days and the kids just love it. So just I'm not saying to anybody, I'm not encouraging anybody here to diet. Um, the diet that I've chosen is something that I'm doing for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, I've just got those COVID hips happening after last year being in lockdown so much of the time and I want to do something about it. So I need to adapt my diet. But the other thing is, is that intermittent fasting is also really, really good for you because it helps you to clean things out. So it means that your body's not working so hard all the time, processing everything that you're eating. So I'm at that age now where um, where my metabolism has slowed down as well. So I just need to, this is the time that I need to adapt and change and make some changes to my diet and make some changes to make sure that I'm getting all the right nutrition into my diet. So, um, so I'm really enjoying it and it does make, it's engaging because when you're engaging with recipes, you're all in, you're, you know, you're finding the recipe, you're finding something that you like, then, you know, you have to get all the ingredients together and then you get in and you're having to create something. So it is really good. And at the end of the day, you are nourishing yourself. So nourishing yourself is a massive part of self-care. So I encourage you to look at what you can do to incorporate more healthy eating into your diet. Okay, so this next tip is a no-brainer because um, we can just get overwhelmed with all of the uncertainty in the news and the news that we're hearing all over the world the things that are going on with the climate and what's going on with COVID and just layer upon layer upon layer. And when you are a victim or a survivor of abuse and your nervous system is already overloaded because of what you're going through, listening to the news all of the time is not going to help. It's only going to make this worse for you and it's really good to take a break from the news so don't feel as though you have to watch the news or listen to the news all of the time the same thing goes for your social media feed news feed whatever you're getting on that give it a break you know, put try and change your news feed that you're getting through your social media by 
searching for some positive things that are going to bring new things into your feed and help to start to replace some of the stuff that is overstimulating you, overwhelming you and really impacting negatively on your immune system. So please take a break from the news. Doesn't mean you have to forego watching the news or listening to the news completely. It just means what I said, literally just take a break from it. Um, so if you're doing it daily, maybe do it once every few days or once a week, but just give yourself a break. Okay, so number seven is another chance to really get creative. And this is something that you can do because it's so easy now to put together song lists, but if you get onto Spotify and just create a playlist with your favourite songs and you could make a group playlist and ask your friends to add five of their favourite songs as well so that you kind of got a party mix going on and even if you're, you know, not getting together for your group um catch-ups because the risks are increased with COVID, then at least you've got that party vibe going on, which helps you feel connected to your friends. And like I said earlier, you know, when you put on some really like uh, just up-tempo music, okay, so I, I love music. Music is like breathing to me I am a singer and so I just love 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 music I'm not um sold on any one genre I like lots of different genres of music but it, music it will help you to connect to your emotions that those emotions that are pent up inside of you that can't find their way out because they're being suppressed because you just feel like you need to keep a lid on everything because you feel like you're ready to um, blow a gasket and just, you know, um, lose it. So music's a great way to release pent-up emotions. So um, you'll find maybe that when you're putting on happy songs that it really helps to elevate your mood or when you're putting on, say, sad love songs that, you're crying, you know, lots of tears, that those tears need to, to come out. They need to be felt. And listening to those sad songs can be really cathartic because it helps you to fully allow yourself to be in that emotion. We are emotional beings. We are humans and we're made up of a spectrum of emotions. There's highs, there's lows, there's ups, there's downs, there's happy, there's sad, there's, you know, angry, there's elated, there's just a myriad of different emotions that we are going to experience in life. Music can be a really healthy way to help you to get in touch with your emotions if you aren't or have been suppressing them. So great form of self-care and also if you've got that up-tempo music going and you want to have a dance that's another way to not only to get into that physical exercise but also to just allow you to get into that really happy place where you are moving and grooving and you know you're like yeah free spirit 
just do it, okay, whenever you get a chance. It's just absolutely transformative to get into music and into dance. So they say music is the universal language. You don't have to speak the same language because everybody understands it. Everybody relates to it. Why? Because we all experience these same emotions and these music helps us to connect to those emotions. So, yeah, big, 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 huge self-care tip is listening to music, okay? So number eight is declutter for five minutes. And, oh, my goodness, I, you know, I would not be preaching what I'm not practising to you. Um, decluttering is something that I'm doing right at the moment because I'm just, you know, looking at my wardrobe and, you know, oh, my goodness, it's it just packed and I need to cull I don't need all of these things so I'm in the process of um, doing a very very big declutter in my home at the moment and it feels great to declutter and just freshen up your space so it's not just about um it's not actually just getting rid of stuff that feels good, but it shifts the energy completely in your space because when we hold on to too much, it starts weighing us down. So it's a really good idea to regularly declutter. So even if and I'm not saying it's going to happen every day because I don't manage to fit this in every single day. It really depends on everything else that you've got going on in the day. But even if you can try and get some decluttering done every week, okay, that just, you know, look at a particular room and try and do a bit of declutter on a particular room in a week, just keep chipping away at it. and. Um, I one of the things that I used to do a lot when I was in the abusive relationship is that I would rearrange furniture a lot of the time. And I even though I wasn't perhaps really conscious of why I was doing this at that time, it always helped me feel stronger and more in control. And doing physical things to bring about change in your physical space actually has a really big flow-on effect to the way that you feel mentally about your situation because you've just empowered yourself by making a change. And so I really recommend that you do this. Also, um, it's it's creative and it's a part of feminine energy to make an environment look beautiful and it's a part of our self-expression as women. So doing this decluttering, rearranging and beautifying your space is actually part of your self-care. So when you do that, you're saying, the environment that I am in, that having a nice environment that I'm in is really important. Why is it important? Because it makes me feel good. Why is that important? Because self-care is really important. 
Why is self-care important to me? Because I matter and I'm worth taking care of. So there's this massive flow-on effect that comes from these tips that I'm giving you today. So number nine is watch or read something uplifting. Now, I'm this is massive and I'm all over this. I absolutely love this. So I am a writer and I will often write poetry and inspirational things because that is something that is really important to me. Now, all through the years, for years and years and years, I have turned to inspirational books. So I call them wisdom books. But whether that comes in the form of like affirmation books or whether it comes in books that are... Um, that they're chapter books. It doesn't matter. Um, but just, and the other thing is movies. There are so many inspirational movies and I've got to get together a list of, um, say, my top 10 inspirational movies and top 10 inspirational books uh, for you to share with you and I will do that. I'm really motivated to do that now. So look at in, um, you know, in the near future, I will get that out because it's something that is so important to nourish yourself with these uplifting books and with these uplifting movies. They can just, you know, like make your heart sing. They can make you cry and, you know, cry tears of gratitude, cry tears of empathy. They again, they put you in touch with what it is to be human, with what it is to experience highs and lows, with what it is to overcome and to um, to rise above challenges in life. So very, very important to take time out to do that as often as you can. So if you can, you know, read something positive every day or even if you're not turning to books for this oh my goodness there is so much on the internet that you can turn to these days whether it's in an, on your instagram feed or whether it's pinterest or you know there's just so many places for you to source this inspiration in your life and I always try and put encouragement and inspiration in the Facebook group. So if you are listening to this and you are not a member, please, this is for women only, but please feel free to uh, go to the episode notes. There is a link in the episode notes for you to um, for you to be able to join this group and we would love to have you. So the group is called Rise Up with Tiara's Tears and Triumphs. As I said, just go to the notes, the episode notes for this podcast today and you will find a link there to join. There's, I've always got lots of things in the episode notes that are worth checking out. So when you listen to this podcast, have a look and see what's in this week's episode notes um, because there's a lot that I put in there, a lot of resources that go into those episode notes to help you, support you through your journey. So the next thing that is on the list of self-care 
is learn something new. So it is really good to keep learning because when we learn something new, we have something, we're growing, we're basically growing as people and that's what we are designed to do. And we are designed to grow. We're designed to grow through all of our years. And this is maybe a misconception when we're growing up as children, we look forward to becoming an adult and we think, right, when we're an adult, we know we should know everything that we need to know and that's not the case at all. We learn through all of our days in this life and it is a journey that we continue to go on but if you do not take on learning something new then that's where feelings of dissatisfaction start coming in in your life and that's where life can seem um, dull and boring and limited and um and depressive that you know where you can start feeling things like I don't know what my purpose is or I have no purpose and what's life all about anyway and I'm just going through the motions and I'm a victim of circumstance but if you learn something new you're giving yourself a purpose you're giving yourself something important to do so whether that is I don't whatever it looks like for you it, there's a million things in this life and more to be learned so whether it is a hobby any whatever appeals to you whether it's learning to play an instrument whether it's learning to sing whether it's learning to paint whether it's learning to um to learn another language whether it's learning how to cook or whether it's learning some form of um carpentry or maintenance or just DIY stuff, it is absolutely limitless. Learning what can I do to um, to be make my life more sustainable, what can I do to do my part to heal the planet, what can I, there's just what matters to you, what would you like to learn? Just give yourself some time to think about that and go on that journey. And these are my tips for this week's episode. I'll just run through them again for you and do a very quick snapshot overview. So number one, stay active, get your body moving. Number two, take 10 to be zen. Number three, have a chat with a friend. Number four, check out forums. Number five, make a homemade meal. Number six, take a break from the news. Number seven, make a music playlist. Number eight, declutter for five minutes. Number nine, watch or read something uplifting. And number 10, learn something new. So I hope that you got some 
inspiration from this week's episode. I hope that this helps you with your self-care journey and that it helps you to remember to put your self-care up the top of the list of priorities every single day. All right, in these uncertain times, stay well, stay safe. Remember, your safety is the most important thing to consider. closely followed by your sanity and remember that everything else can be figure outable especially especially when you have the right support from the right people so until next time sending you lots of love light and happiness we all go through dark times when we do we often feel alone This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel but when I turned a corner in my life The light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you.
tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on, to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe, Sandy.